In our second reading today, St. Paul talks about prayer. He speaks about the importance of prayer and how necessary it is and how powerful prayer can be. But prayer is often a difficult subject to talk about because, especially in our own day and age, we can very easily see prayer as simply a private matter. That it's something unique to the individual and one person's experience of prayer might be different than another's. And that that can be true at times. And coupled with the fact that people sometimes prefer to pray in different ways, it can be hard to talk objectively about prayer. And some people prefer silent mental prayer, others prefer praise and worship, so it can be hard to talk about prayer in universal terms and to do it objectively that it might apply to all of us. But it is important that we talk about prayer and its importance to our spiritual lives and its necessity to our relationship with God. The Catechism, brothers and sisters, defines prayer as a movement of the heart and mind to God, aided by the Holy Spirit. We pray in order to implore God's help in our lives. We pray to implore God's mercy, to implore his forgiveness, to implore his guidance for us as we go about our days. St. Therese of Lisieux very beautifully says, For me, prayer is a surge of the heart. It is a simple look toward heaven. It is a cry of recognition and of love, embracing both trial and joy. St. Therese of Lisieux. Prayer is simply our communication with God, our communication with the divine, human beings in communication with the God of the universe. And because there is an inherent gap between humanity and divinity, between us and God, it can be awkward to know where to begin. After all, in the Gospels, the disciples asked Jesus, Lord, teach us how to pray. They wanted to know how were they to talk to God the Father just as Jesus did. They wanted to know what it was like to have an intimate and abiding relationship with God. Lord, teach us how to pray, was the disciples' words. So how does one go about talking to the God of the universe? Well, first of all, we have to give God our time. We have to be very generous to God with our time, sometimes even carve it out of our schedule. When I was a kid, my mom had a a very great reversion back to the faith, and in the initial days of that, before we would leave from school, she'd get us all breakfast, and she would go back into her room, close the door, and sit for 20 minutes and pray with God. She would look at the daily readings, but it would be mom's time to pray for about 15 or 20 minutes or so. And hopefully the house wouldn't burn down while she was up there, all of us downstairs getting ready for school. But it was mom's time to pray. And it left an impression on us. Like, wow, mom's up there alone with God, essentially. It's her in communication with God, talking to God, pouring out her heart to God. And she needed that time of silence. She needed that time of solitude in order to have that. Us kids would have just interrupted it. Or maybe even a suggestion to come up to our adoration chapel. Maybe a half hour a week or so. Again, right now we have adoration Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, but time with God. Maybe on your way home from work, maybe on your way to work, maybe during lunch, maybe on a day off or an evening, some time to give to God in prayer. To spend a little bit of time with the God of the universe who desires to enter into relationship with us. Another great way to pray is to pray together as a family. So how often do we pray as a family, together. Maybe at meals, maybe at bedtime, 
I know for my family growing up, at every dinner we would say grace at the table, and then before we began dinner, we'd go around the table, youngest to oldest, and maybe say something that we were thankful for about our day, or maybe someone or something that needed prayers that we had learned throughout the day. It was a beautiful way to begin family time, a beautiful way to begin a meal together as a family. And maybe if my brother had had a rough day and was asking for God's help, I might be a little bit nicer to him later that evening. Another great way to pray together is for our married couples to pray together. How often do you pray together? I dare say prayer for a married couple is the most intimate thing that that couple can do together. The most intimate thing. It is expressing your deepest longings of your hearts to each other and to God. Prayer should be at the center of every vocation, especially the vocation of marriage. So when we pray, brothers and sisters, when it comes time to going about the business of prayer, you could say, we should not begin prayer or speak from a place of pride or entitlement, because humility is the foundation of prayer. After all, St. Paul today says, we do not know how to pray as we ought. St. Augustine says it quite simply. He says, man is a beggar before Almighty God. We are beggars. Every time we pray, it is us getting on our knees, begging our Lord for help, for favor, for protection, for his intercession. St. Ignatius then says, maybe begin by reflecting on how God beholds you. How God beholds you. Yes, as sinners, but beloved by God who is our Father. Another thing that we can potentially do is maybe even use our imagination to aid in our prayer. Maybe picture a scene of the gospel, maybe with the scripture in front of us, and put ourselves maybe right in the middle of that action. And hear Jesus' words, but not just hear them on the page, but have them being spoken to us, perhaps. We can use scripture and make that scene come alive in our minds. Again, God gives us our imagination to help us to lift our hearts and minds to prayer. Speaking of Holy Scripture, another great way is to pray in what's called Lexio Divina, divine reading. To pray with the daily readings or the Sunday readings and maybe read them through a few times and meditate on them and ruminate on them for a bit and maybe reflect on a word or a phrase that might stick out for you. And maybe pray, Lord, what do you want me to know in this word or in this phrase or in this image that can really help Scripture come alive for us? Or simply we can just Exclaim to God, God, I need you. And pour out our hearts to him. Lifting up our hearts as we pray each and every Mass. Lift up our hearts and minds to God. To thank him for the blessings we have in our lives. To ask for his intercession. To implore his grace. And if all else fails, I always turn to the Holy Rosary. That most beautiful of prayers to our Blessed Mother Mary. It can turn something as ordinary as a car ride or a jog into time devoted to Our Lady. What a great way to turn something ordinary into something supernatural and profound. But the most important thing about prayer, brothers and sisters, is we have to do it. We have to do it. Prayer is the lifeblood of the spiritual life. Without prayer, we die spiritually. It's, it's that important. It's that necessary for us. And sure, there are times when prayer can be dry. Full disclosure, it's that way for me at times too. But our fidelity to prayer and to God is what is most important. And God can do great wonders with even a mustard seed's worth of time. 
and fidelity. Because time spent with our beloved, time spent with God, is the beginning of the foundation of a deep and abiding relationship with Him. You can't really call yourself a friend of someone if you don't spend time with them. And prayer is how we do that with God. And even with this, there might be times when we feel inadequate in prayer, when it might be dry, when we feel very small, and our problems seem very large. In those moments, we must trust in the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit works in prayer in ways that you and I cannot imagine. The Holy Spirit aids in our weakness, as Paul says, and intercedes on our behalf. So we might pray, God, I know I am a beggar before you, but let your Holy Spirit take care of the rest. So let us today, brothers and sisters, hold fast to the life of prayer, a life centered around our time with the Lord. Let us rediscover the importance of prayer and its necessity for our spiritual lives and build a deep and abiding relationship with God our Father and continue to lift our minds and hearts to God that our prayer might unite us to Him in all that we do.